Good day, everyone. Welcome back to The Gist of It. It is April 1st, 2020, and Adriana and I are here coming at you for the first time with some video while we continue to social distance during COVID-19. Yeah, happy April Fool's Day. Um, uh, we're just going to talk about, I just want to go over um, the history behind April Fool's Day because it's kind of interesting um, that it's lasted this long because it's been around for a while. Uh, so basically, there's no um, definite information on when April Fool's Day started, but there's speculation. So historians believe that April Fool's Day dates back to 1582, when France switched from the Julian calendar to the Gregorian calendar, as called for by the Council of Trent in 1563. In the Julian calendar, as in the Hindu calendar, the new year began with the spring equinox around April 1st. So they saw it as like Mother Nature playing a trick on everybody and being like, hey, here's a bunch of changing weather. It is spring, but it also feels like it's not spring. So like, good luck. Um, but basically, people who were slow to get the news or failed to recognize that the start of the new year had moved to January 1st and continued to celebrate it during the last week of March through April 1st became the butt of jokes and hoaxes and were called April Fools. And these pranks included having paper fish placed on their backs, being referred to as poisson d'avril. <laughs> My French is so bad. <laughs> um, which means April fish. Uh, and it's said to symbol symbolize a young, easy, caught fish and gullible person. So yeah, that's where it came from. So it was just the switching of the calendars. Um, and uh, one of these, there was a prank in 1957 that the BBC reported that Swiss farmers were experiencing a record spaghetti crop and showed footage of people harvesting noodles from trees. Uh, so yeah, that's uh, sick. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, joke's on us because A, we usually post our podcast in the morning and that's not happening. And B, nothing goes easy with us. Like when it comes to recording, we always have issues. So yeah. just one step at a time. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> yes. So usually we recommend books that are related to the topic we're going to be talking about today. Uh, but given the current global situation, we agreed that doing or looking at some lighthearted books um, would be better for not only us, but for anybody who's interested in, in following along with whatever we recommend. So I'm going to recommend today this sweet little book. It's called Fierce Fairy Tales by Nikita Gill. And I actually just got this as a birthday gift, so I haven't read it. But um, in the five minutes leading up to recording, I figured out that this is all about empowering princesses and um, your taking the stereotypical gender cliches out of fairy tales and making it more central about what the female role can do uh, as her own person. So the example was an independent Gretel who can bring down monsters on her own. And I think that's super badass. And now I'm even more excited to get started on this. I haven't yet just because I'm finishing up two other books that I'm in the middle of but 10 out of 10 recommend. You can get it in a local shop in uh, Toronto, which we will post that in the description information. And yeah, 
Oh, what is the shop called? I don't know. Where does Julia work? Curiosa. <laughs> I know so much about where my friends work. Uh, very much of a Harry Potter, like it's heavily Harry Potter themed, but they also have really cool, like little witchy stuff and magical fairy tale stuff. So um, really cute little shop. Also the illustration on the front of that book is really cool. Right? Yeah. I'll show you again. It's pretty. Look at that. Yeah. Little fox. Nice. Um, have you read any books? while you've been in uh, isolation? Um, sort of. I finally finished, this is like really sad to admit, but I finally finished Bad Feminist by Roxanne Gay. It's taken me almost three years in the making. Um, yeah. Um, but an another great book, lots of short stories, super influential. I love it. Um, because for the longest time I hated calling myself a feminist because there was such a negative connotation to that word, which is why I think the book is just so suiting. So if you haven't read it, take a look because she's awesome. All right. We'll link it. Yeah, we'll link it. Okay. I'm trying to get comfy. This is a, this is a new one for me. All right. Um, so I kind of want to talk about uh, we were talking about it yesterday, actually, uh, in terms, okay, no, hold on. <laughs> we were talking about it yesterday, how uh, everyone is trying to be like super productive in isolation, but you really don't have to be. Like, there is no one telling you that you have to be productive. There's no one telling you that you have to do things and like, make things and do art and all these things that you've been wanting to do and I do want to talk about that because I think that's important because I think people are now stressing out about not being productive and I think it's important to realize that this is a time to actually inwardly reflect on ourselves rather than stressing out about what we are outwardly projecting yeah yeah, so yesterday I was perusing through the internet like I have been every day since isolation. Um, and I came across this really awesome article on the Chronicle of Higher Education. So the article is called Why Should You Should Ignore All That Coronavirus-Inspired Productivity Pressure. And it was written by Aisha Ahmad. And basically the entire article is about how all you see right now specifically on social media are these like aspirational posts about how you should be just um, pushing through this, persevering, like getting as much done as you can, reorganizing your life so you're ready to go when this is all over and how that can be really overbearing and make you feel like you're overwhelmed and not doing enough just because your colleagues or your counterparts or whoever you're sizing yourself up to seem to be getting a lot done. So in this article specifically, um, the writer talks about like the idea of writing papers because it is an educational article, but one of, a couple of my favorite lines were, um, it's okay if you forgot to eat lunch and you cannot do a Zoom yoga class. It is okay that you are not touched, uh, that you have not touched that revise and resubmit in three weeks. Ignore the people who are posting, they are on their own journey and cut out the noise. And I just thought that was so great because in this last two weeks, I've been like reconnecting with my family in a way that I never have before. 
but I'm definitely not getting things done in a productive way that society would define. So we were just chatting about it as friends. I wanted to let my friends know that like, it's my sister. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to get the dog out of here. Okay. Um, I just wanted to like remind my friends that if you're playing Animal Crossing all day long, that's totally okay. If that's what makes you feel great. Don't worry, guys. My sister will be coming on in a minute. Your She's just fixing the doctor. What? Your dog's like dying. Just pick, pick her up. It's okay. And this is why video can go bad so fast. <laughs> okay. I'm done. Okay. Uh, text me. You might want to look a little better because there's video. Yeah. Are you joking? I'm not joking. I'll be ready in 45 minutes. 20. Um, yeah, where was I? Yeah, so it's just like the idea of trying not to fall into our um, cycles that we were in when life was more normal than what it is now. I know a couple episodes ago we talked about how society can be so pressuring and that everything we do is not good enough what normal yeah normal um but what was pressuring then should not be pressuring now because it is very different for us we're all coping differently we all want to do things differently while we're navigating spaces that we're now sharing with people that we're spending more hours than we're used to spending with each other and you just kind of have to like flux and flow with it and figure it out on your own and not let anybody else tell you what you're supposed to be doing during this time. Yeah. And I think it's important to um, remind ourselves of that because the one thing I am like keeping accountable for myself is um, doing home workouts because as I've said previously, like I would go crazy if I'm not active in a day. And like, I, I personally can't sit on a couch for a full day um, because then I just really get into my head. Mm-hmm. So for me, I have to be accountable in at least that one thing, but everything else is just like, I've got time. I don't know. <laughs> like I started painting um, because I'm trying to paint this big canvas here. So I've been painting like little, um, I don't know if I can reach it with my headphones on. <laughs> <laughs> I painted this. Well, there's like two different things here. Cause I like, I'm just testing stuff out. Right. And then I painted something else. I don't know. Oh, it's over there. I definitely can't reach that. Um, so it's gonna, yeah. Um, but I, I like started painting it and then that was like three days ago and I keep looking at it and I'm just like, and I just don't feel like it. Just not today. There's going to be a day where I feel like it, but I'm not going to feel bad about not doing it. So yeah, there's no reason to be hard on yourself right now. Like literally there's, there's no deadlines. There is no projects to be, well, I mean, some people are still in school. So like get that. (laughs) But if, if you're not still in school, um, yeah, don't stress. Everything's going to be fine. Yeah, exactly. And we have to remember that some people that we're interacting with more so on an online platform than we do on a day-to-day basis could still be working like maybe they're 
their job hasn't shut down, maybe they're considered essential. So their productivity is already going to be different compared to what we're doing. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I'm just hanging doing my uh, Instagram. And- <laughs> yeah, it's kind of difficult for me right now because Steven's still working because um, he is an engineer in training. So he's an essential service um because they do steam for like food factories and hospitals which are like a huge thing right now so they're an essential service so like the last two weeks he was working at home because both of us had like a weird cough thing going on so we were told to stay home um but we're fine now we're not sick um and so that was weird because he was working at home and i was just like hanging out doing my own thing um but now this week he's back at work and they're doing like shifts in the office so they're doing like one person comes in one week another person comes in another week but they're a really small office so they can do that um and they have to like clean up their workstation and everything but he comes home at the end of the day and he's like I don't want to do anything and I'm like I've been doing nothing all day I need I need interaction I need to talk to you um which is what I get it though because like when we were both working at the end of the day, it was just like, yeah, I just want to come home and I want to veg it. I don't want to do anything. But now I'm just like, oh my God, I need like interaction with another human being. <laughs> so I feel really bad for the people who live by themselves. And like, I hope that they're figuring out the best way to get through this. Yeah. It's really hard. Yeah. So we thought this week that what we do is give you a rundown of what our lives look like in quarantine, like how we try to fill our time, um, what's changed, what's easier, if there is anything, and what's becoming more difficult as we continue to go through this um, social slash physical distancing and just isolating ourselves as much as possible from the non-essential part of the world. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I don't know, H, do you want to start? Um. You can start. Okay. Start. So, um, yeah, so I stopped working like halfway through last week. So I was working for my parents. They own an HVAC company that um, heavily is involved in the new construction industry. So the real retail end of their company has slowed down. They are limiting how often they're seeing Um, their retail customers, meaning they basically are only going out for service calls when there's an emergency. So like a furnace isn't working as the warmer weather appears, if we're still doing this, like if their AC is not working, they'll send a technician out. But our new construction end of it has been bumping, like all the builders in the area are continuing to build and push through as much as they can while they're still allowed to be open. Um, So yeah, so I was working in the office, we had dropped down to alternating shifts. So basically somebody would go in from eight to 1 p.m. and then another person would go in from one to 6 p.m. so that the office staff was um, as segregated as possible because we are a small company. There's only 34 employees in total, but there's like six office staff. Yeah. So I stopped working there last week. I was mainly filling in for a employee who had to be in isolation after returning back from the US. Um, and now I'm just kind of free, free roam in this world. So <laughs> when I was still working, it was 
it was easy because my day was full. Like I would, you know, wake up, do a workout or go on a stupid long walk. Like just as a side note, I've been doing like four kilometers plus every day just to get myself out of the house. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I'd like wake up, do a walk, whatever, do some other stuff for myself. Like not like I was waking up that early anyways. And then I'd go into the office in the afternoon to help my mom out and get some of the stuff sorted for the techs who go in at nighttime to pick up what they need for the following day. Um, so since that ended, <laughs> I've been in this like little world of what do I do? Like I'm in a really comfortable bubble, yeah. but I'm getting bored because social media is boring. I also don't want to be on it all day long. I'm for sure avoiding the news because it's like fatalist hour every single time it's on. Um, and it's just like the weather hasn't been very nice. Like I think this is the first time I've seen sun in our area. <laughs> yeah, sun in like five days. So it's really awesome. And I'm definitely going to spend more time outside today. But it's just been like this awkward space of what do I do with myself? And I am somebody that's always, um, what's it called? Like structured my days based off of productivity. So not having things to do right now is weird. I'm loving it because I'm not stressed, but it's weird for me. So yeah. I think yeah. for people who are very, um, what is it? Type A, I guess, like people yeah. lists and stuff like that. I think it's for them, it's still okay to make those lists. And like, even if that list is like, brush my teeth, make a coffee, like to keep some sort of norm, I think that's okay. But I think it's also nice to just like throw that all on the back burner and be like, yeah, I'm just going to do what I feel like today, even if it feels like nothing. Yeah. But it's easy to feel lost in that because, yeah, just not a lot to do if you don't have a lot in your home already like if you weren't already spending a lot of time in your home and you don't have things to do then there's not a lot to do um but yeah, yeah. sorry go ahead yeah no it, it, that's exactly it like so outside of the podcast we run youth programming obviously Adriana helps me with that but like that all had to be canceled because you can't do group meetings. And I mean, that was canceled before the government even said like no more than five or whatever the number is just because I genuinely care about the health and safety of us as well as our participants. But it's weird. Cause it's like, how do you make that call on when it's appropriate to cancel something? How do I make that call on when it's appropriate to reschedule it? So there's a lot of our core work that's just on a back burner right now. And yeah. I think making that call is difficult too, especially at the time that you made the call because the government hadn't fully established like what distancing rules were, et cetera. Um, so making that call, you almost feel like, are people going to look at me in a negative way because I've canceled, I, they, they'll think I've prematurely canceled this thing and it might not even be able or might not need to be canceled. But I think a lot of people are waiting on the government to give go-aheads. And I, it makes me sad because we're letting the government decide what's... There's people who are fully allowing the government to decide what's best for their health. Whereas 
we have to remember that only we know what is best for our health and our body. And I think a lot of people need that reminder because even before the government called like workplaces and stuff to shut down and made it a state of emergency, et cetera, blah, blah, blah. I was even just like, I don't, I don't feel comfortable going to work. And it was, it was hard getting up in the morning and being like, okay, I have to do another day because no one has told me or allowed me to stay home. Um, but then I started having that cough and everything. And I was like, I actually don't think I should come in. Um, so that I guess worked out, but like, I, yeah, I don't know. And there's just like this weird line of like, are you sick? Are you not? Is it allergies? Like, this is such a weird time. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, I mean like, so I guess I'll go about like how I got to this part to like self-isolation. Um, so on the, I think it was like the 16th of March was my last day of work. So I went in on the Monday and then uh, that night, like when I was leaving work, I was like, I have this weird cough and it won't go away. And Steven had the same thing. And we were both just like, okay, we don't know what it is and we can't get tested because it's not serious enough. And we also like don't want to bombard the emergency room, obviously. Um, so we just like called it and stayed home, um, which is also appreciated by employers so i at least i'd hope so it was by mine and steven so and they checked in on us and it was nice so everyone is pretty understanding right now and hopefully at this point everyone is understanding because it's a lot bigger than it was then um so yeah so i've been home since then and haven't gone outside outside much other than for like essentials like the grocery store I've obviously only been to the grocery store. Um, I've been for like a couple walks, but again, it hasn't been that nice out. So yeah, it, I, but I remember the first Sunday after everything started shutting down, we walked to the grocery store and it was like dead silent. And it was actually a little bit scary. And I just stood there and I was like, should we be outside right now? I don't know. This is really weird and it's really eerie. It felt like Silent Hill. It was just like, I don't know. It, the sun was just setting. There were no cars on the road. There was no sounds. Like there was nothing. And I was like, this is weird. And I will never forget it. <laughs> but um, yeah, so basically I've just been doing things. I have been doing some things I've wanted to do since like, I haven't had time because of work and stuff. Um, so I started painting again. Um, another thing I want to do is start like drawing more than just like doodles again. Like I want to start drawing portraits again um, because that's how I got into photographing portraits. I drew portraits. So I don't know. We'll see. Not pressuring myself, but it's out there. Um, I've been reading because I currently have four books i thought i had three but i have four on the go um so i gotta finish those i'm currently trying to finish the tempest but the rewritten version not the shakespeare version it's really good 
I'll link that too because I really enjoy it. I don't, I don't know where it is right now. But yeah, um, and I'm also reading um, a book called Chaos. That's about um, Charles Manson and that whole debacle. Um, super interesting though. Uh, a lot of like I've listened to the podcast and stuff like that about that whole story um, which is also interesting but there's a lot that they don't talk about because there's a lot that was actually covered up so I'm not gonna get into details because I'll just like talk forever but yeah so there's that and then um, reading this book called La Petite More and Bluebird's Egg I don't know, is it blue bird or is it blue? It's spelt weird. Hold on. Blue bird. Uh oh god. I don't know. Um Sorry, guys. <laughs> Let me see if my sister is uh, more functional. Oh, yeah. Um, okay, it's spelled... I don't know how it's pronounced. Honestly, Margaret Atwood, I don't know. Blue birds, blue birds, egg. I don't know. But it, it's, uh, it's a difficult one. It's hard to get through because Margaret Atwood, you have to really be in the mood. Anyway, so yeah, I've been reading, I've been painting, I've been doing yoga, which is nothing new, but I've just been doing more yoga. There's some really good um, live classes on Instagram. Um, I think it's Power Yoga Canada. Is that the studio? I don't remember. I think it's... Yeah. Yeah, they're doing online classes. They're doing like five or six a day, and they're all different. Like, they're hot power yoga, or not hot, like, unless you have a hot room, but um, power yoga um yin there's child yoga which was just looks fun um yeah i'm getting notifications just people starting live videos that's fine mm -hmm. someone was answering our book recommendation uh, question oh. um yeah been playing with the cat what who I don't even know who this person is that's starting a live video, but they did it like 15 times. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So do you um, want to talk about social distancing? Yeah, actually. Yeah. So we, so my sister is going to give her two cents in a minute, but basically um, we want to just talk about how hard it can be because so like for Adriana, she's living with her partner full time. And for me, I've been fortunate enough to have Tyler up here um, since the end of February. And when I say up here, it's because he's uh, an American citizen. So he's just hanging through all of this. But um, with border shut closures, if he was to return home, we don't know when we would see each other. And that's not fun. But yeah, so I, I'm living with my sister full-time again for the first time in like six and a half years it's kind of weird because she's a nursing student um 
and my parents and then Tyler's also here and my sister unfortunately is at the like rougher end of this whole social distancing because the whole idea is to not see people that you don't live with to not have any interaction with them or if you have to have interaction with them to stay at least six feet apart and so for Jackie she doesn't get to see her boyfriend and that's really hard so I'm going to pass the mic to her because uh, she wants to give her two cents so people understand what it's like to be on the shorter end of the stick and just like if you are one of those people that aren't seeing loved ones know that you're not alone because there's a lot of us that are living in close proximity with multiple individuals but that doesn't mean we're with all the people we want to be with so one sec okay i can't hear her you should be able to when she talks Hello? Hello. Oh, hey. Okay. Um, so here's the fact. It sucks. It's really sad, to be honest with you. Um, and I know, like, I love having Tyler here because he's like a brother to me. But it's like a constant reminder that I can't go and see Tristan. And especially like living or sorry, I'm studying to become a nurse. So working in healthcare, like, I'm trying to do my part. And you know, I think it'd be pretty hypocritical of me to be going and seeing my friends and seeing my boyfriend when in reality, like I'll be there in a, in a year, I'll be in the hospitals. So we've been, you know, working through it and like you, we're FaceTiming all the time. We're going to try that like Netflix party or something where you can watch movies. Um, but it's just like, you know, everyone always asks, oh, are you, are you interested in still together? I'm like, yes, we're still together. And he's like, well, like, why aren't you seeing him? I'm like, because we're in the middle of a pandemic, people. Like, this is this stuff. Like, so it's just, you know, it's, a, it's honestly a great practice for us because we've been um, together since high school. So, like, we went to college together and then I'm going to be home and then next year, he's going to be at school. So it's, it's actually really good practice so that we know like what it's like to not be together all the time. Cause in reality, yeah, I lived like in my own apartment, but we were always together at school. So it's like, it is what it is. We're seeing how it goes and it's going well, but it, it is, it sucks not knowing when you're going to be able to see him next. And especially like my sister had her birthday. He has his birthday Saturday and I can say happy birthday through Instagram or like through a text message. Like it's, uh, yeah, it's sick. It is hard because you go from being like, being able to see that person whenever you want or seeing them every day to just immediately being like, okay, that's it. You can't see these people anymore. Deal with it. Like there's no transition. It's just like, okay, that's it. Today's the day. And I think that was kind of like, it was a super blunt way to end any like outside of your home relationships. Like not end, but like, and that contact you have with those people. So it was hard. It's, it's been hard for everyone to transition to, I think also. So mm -hmm. I think that's why people are having trouble with it and the lines are kind of blurred, but yeah. Yeah, 100%. And it's like, it's weird because we got an email like Friday night at school at like 11 PM saying we don't have school. And I was like, okay, so I guess we're going home. And then I moved out of my apartment like a couple weeks ago and then it was like that was the last time I saw him and I'm like okay well this sucks like what what's happening you know and it's like you know luckily for me because I work in healthcare I can't I understand the purpose of social distancing and everything but like I look at a lot of my friends who are still going out and partying and everything I'm like 
mm-hmm. why like you're not helping like you're just prolonging me from seeing my loved ones even more so it's it's frustrating um it's um it's a little bit um selfish i think because like i can't like i live with steven so i don't see my parents or anyone else in my family like you guys live with your parents whereas like i don't yeah so you can't even go and see them um, and like and my dad and my sister and my brother and like yeah it's it's so it's not just the person that you're dating or your significant other it's also like your other family members too and it's mm-hmm. hard so yeah i get it mm-hmm. for sure yeah yeah, I miss my best friend. Like, all I want to do is hang out with her, and it just sucks. Like, it's like, okay, I miss you. Like, I even, you know, I was like, okay, I'll come and drop your birthday gift off and type of thing, and I'm like, no, because that's just a big tease. Like, I want to be there with you when you open it, and it's just, yeah. So, for now, we will be social distancing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, if you okay. have anything else if you're done, you can give back to Nicola. No, I'm good. Here you go. <laughs> back to Nicola. <laughs> Your face. I feel like Debbie Joy. <laughs> I can't wait to get a screenshot of that facial expression at the end. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, speaking of birthdays. Yeah, so I turned 25 on Monday, March 30th. Um, so that was a fun because, you know, I was originally going to have my pals over on the Saturday before to like have a bonfire at her house and I was going to go out with the girls on a wine tour Um, but obviously that didn't happen because we're all doing our part but I like honestly I'm feeling so incredibly loved my family and friends are phenomenal human beings it was like they didn't even skip a beat didn't matter that we're all doing this quarantine thing Um, they surprised me in so many ways that I never would have expected like my one friend dropped me off 50 tulips which was amazing she's actually the same one that got me the book um and my fam, my extended family that lives in canada of those who were not self-isolating because of travel uh, they all came out here they drove out here to have a driveway party for me which was fantastic so my one aunt <laughs> it was so cute my one aunt dropped off butter tarts because those are my favorite um, my my other aunt was like honking her car horn. I'm pretty sure my neighbors think that our family is psychotic now, but that's okay because 25 is a big birthday. You see the balloons back there that I'm refusing to let go of. And they just, they didn't let it go unnoticed. And I'm so grateful for that. And even all the people that reached out to me via social media, like people came out of the woodworks and sent these heartfelt awesome like happy birthday you deserve the best like i really hope your day's not ruined more so than your typical like quick facebook wall hbd so i was really yeah. really happy and i'm loving it nice that's good um the sun is starting to come in and it's probably can you hear that yeah <laughs> oh <laughs> interesting so uh Great. Awesome. That's fun. Um, is it like, can you still hear me talking though? Is it okay? Oh yeah, you're fine. Hopefully that doesn't um, make it too bad. Um, yeah. I think like, I'm still having a hard time grasping the fact that other people can't grasp what social distancing is. 
it's just yeah i yeah it's it's hard because i find at least in like the network of individuals i know those who are not taking the social slash physical like i like calling it physical because it, it is really truly about the six feet yeah. like, yes you can still socialize with humans but like don't be within their bubble basically but those in my network who are not taking it seriously it's not because they don't understand it's because they're being selfish and it's it drives me mental because like we don't have that luxury i get that you may think that you're safe and whoever you're interacting may think that they're safe but you don't know who they've been in contact with who've also been in contact with other individuals that could be carrying it and especially for our age it's the risk of being a carrier that is more concerning to me because there's a good chance that if my sister or I were to contract COVID-19, we may get really mild symptoms. We may not get any symptoms, but we live with our parents who we have to worry about, especially my dad. Like, you know, he's in the vulnerable age bracket as well as also having a heart condition that he recovered from a couple of years ago, which was a viral infection. So it's just, it's irritating because you can't pound it into their head any more than it already has been. Yeah. And it's really discouraging to see people just not care about others. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm just really frustrated because like, sorry, um, I was covering it because it was noise. <laughs> um, I'm just really frustrated because it's not even about like, not even about significant others at this point. It's like your other family too. Like again, my mom and my siblings. And it's just like, I don't get to see them. I don't get to visit them. Like my mom worked from home for the first time yesterday, I think, because um, she is a VP at an office and I'm just not going to mention where she works. Um, but so she's been organizing everybody to work from home and it's, it's a bigger company, but, uh, so that took a lot of time and effort. And then now all of a sudden she's at home and she's not doing this like huge project of like moving people around. And she's just like, Oh my God, I'm already going crazy because like she's working from home, but like she's home. And there's just like not a lot going on. And um, yeah, I feel, I also feel for people who are like go from 100 to zero so quick. And it is a huge adjustment. And I, but I think that's also something our society has to work on is like making time for ourselves because it is important. Again, like only we know what is best for our own health. And we dismiss it a lot because we just get so submerged into everything else going on outside of our home lives that we just don't take care of the other important things. So, yeah, yeah I think that's why it's a little bit of a shock to people like that too. Yeah. Yeah. My friend JP, he, uh, last week we were talking a group of us about like trying to measure how we're, doing in our normal routines or or even your productivity if that's what you're caring about at that moment <clears throat> sorry and so he was like oh I'm, I'm looking at my routine as um being gentle on myself 
but also calling myself out when I'm being soft. And so what he means by that is he's being gentle on parts of his routine that are being shifted because of the like shock of what's going on and then and his resilience and coping mechanisms not allowing for that part of his routine to be normal the way it was prior to all this. So an example of that was like, you know, if he was used to getting so much done in a day for his job, that's obviously not happening. Like he's still working, but he knows that working from home, he'll never meet the same productivity level. But then where he's being soft and what he means by that is like letting this current situation be an excuse for not taking care of his routine. Um, He's trying to better. So he doesn't want to be hard on himself and say, oh, you're failing. That's really bad. But he wants to recognize that that's a softer aspect of his routine. So for him specifically, and this is where I related to it, is he's not maintaining his sleeping routine. So he's going to bed later. He's waking up later. So he's less productive in the morning. Whereas for me, I'm going to bed later. Like I'll stay up till 1 a.m. because I know I don't have anything else in the morning, but I like I have a dog that I have to respond to. So I'm still up at 730 and I don't thrive off of six and a half hours of sleep. So yes, I'm up, but am I functional? Am I doing the best that I could be for myself that day? Am I getting cranky because I'm overexhausted? And even though I'm laying on the couch all day, I still don't feel rejuvenated. So it's just, if you are looking for a way to evaluate your routine, I really suggest doing the gentle versus soft because it's a nicer way of managing yourself, but it's going to give you a break when you notice, you know what, it's fine. That's how I'm coping. I don't need to be perfect in that aspect right now. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. Just overall take of this is just to be, don't be hard on yourself at this time, even though we're at home and have time to do things. You don't need to do things if you don't feel like it. Cause yeah. we work so much that like, Honestly, it's okay that we're taking a break right now. So, yeah. The sun is starting to like really come in and I don't know if this is gonna affect quality because 2013 Mac is probably not gonna work. (laughs) Yeah, we're both on 2013, so this is great. We're like back in the past still, (laughs) seven years. Yeah. Yeah. So I hope that you guys feel like you're not alone. I I couldn't imagine what it'd be like to not have a sibling at home. Like for those of you who are living at home with your parents, obviously I'm sure you love your parents, but it's different when you don't have a stimulus that's the same age as you. As much as my sister and I fight, um, honestly, something I've learned from being home with her again is the ability to let the little things go, which is nice. Like we're not grudging as much as we used to because we know we have to be around each other all day. So mm-hmm. I hope that you just like learn to meet yourself where you're at and know that some days are going to be bad and some days are going to be good. And that's just what our resilience has to be right now. And without having a timeline of when this is all going to be clear and when we're all going to be able to go back to our normal lives, you just kind of have to sit back and go with the ride because you keep stressing about it it's not going to get any easier no that's for sure and stressing about it doesn't help anything so yeah yeah so i'm going to leave you with one of my favorite quotes it's been my favorite quote since i was like 10 probably (laughs) earlier because it 
it was said by David Bowie, who, side note, is one of my favorite artists in the world. Um, but he said, I don't know where I'm going from here, but I promise it won't be boring. And I think right now that is so fitting because none of us know where we're going from here. We know it won't be boring, but we're just kind of hanging out in this awkward purgatory. Yeah. It's like this weird limbo. Yeah. 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 Cool. Okay. So don't forget to like and subscribe. Um, yeah. Maybe. Okay. What if we did like a live, an Instagram live this week or something, just like talking and like having people ask questions and like we can have, have a conversation with people? Um, yeah. We'll try and do that in the next week. So watch out for that. And we'll figure out like what the best time of day is too, because I know everyone's home, but we're trying not to be on our phones. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. We'll see what works best. Um, And if you're looking for activities to do with household products, my sister and I are doing a feature Friday every week. So last week we did acid washing of a sweater of hers. This week we'll be doing um, homemade flower pressing. So just like, to give you some ideas of how to keep yourself busy outside of like the media technology world. Yeah. Cool. Um, I have some ideas for that too. So sounds great. Catch you later on. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, yeah. Happy hump day, everybody. Yeah. Enjoy the sun. Yes. Enjoy the sun. Okay. I'll see you later. See you later. What do we say? I can't even remember. Good morning. Welcome back to the gist of it. I'll say good morning because this might be posted in the afternoon. Okay, I'll just say good day. Yeah. Okay, welcome back to the gist of it. It's March, April 1st. April 1st. (laughs) (laughs) Wednesday, April 1st. I'm not saying it Wednesday. I'll just say April 1st. Uh... Okay. Ready? Yeah.